Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laksana. I'm Peter Turepko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are with an emergency podcast. Obviously, the breaking news just come out. Rafael Nadal has now withdrawn from Wimbledon and the Tokyo Olympics. Um, we're here to give you our honest reaction on this quite devastating news, if I'm honest. But, um, it's thrown the tennis world into disarray, I think, this announcement. Yeah, there's some people saying they expected it. I think I was hinting it at a few of the podcasts. I remember talking about what he said after the the, the big defeat against Djokovic and how he reacted it, reacted to it, saying how, well, let's see what the next few weeks cut sort of brings. But if I'm honest, I never thought it would actually happen. I was more just saying it, sort of playing devil's advocate at the time, thinking it's a possibility. And he was always hinting at it. But the overall emotion for me, mate, is just I'm gutted. I'm absolutely yeah. gutted. Like when I saw it, I, I thought, I think I saw a message in the Discord chat first. Uh, so yeah. the guy broke it in there. And I checked on Twitter and I saw the official tweet from him. And I was just really upset, like seriously, just thinking, this is just, just sucks. Especially after yesterday, we did a podcast talking about Djokovic getting the Golden Slam. Uh, go yeah. check that out if you haven't already, guys. And I was always, I was had a lot of hope in me that Wimbledon could be something special. Rafa could have like a bit of a bee in his bonnet after losing in Roland Garros and he might have a point to prove. And yeah. when you're looking at the grass court um, season, it's a short one, as we know, and there's not many players who have experience. You look at the likes of a Federer uh, and Nadal and a Djokovic and they've got a massive advantage over some of the young next-gen players who haven't played on the surface very much. And I actually fancied uh, Nadal to cause a bit of an upset and a few people not to be too short. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if he did something special this year at Wimbledon. But 
It is what it is. And he's sighted. It's his body. He's protecting his body. It seems to be the year where all the players, are, well, him and Federer, the thing, they're using it? the same no. kind of quotes. <laughs> it is. It's all about the body, it seems. And you've got people listening to their bodies. 2021, yep. the year that you listen to your body, apparently. Uh, are we going to see the same Do you from... to yours or not? Mate, my body's telling me to go out and exercise. I've been ignoring it for a long time. I need to go out and actually do some. Now the weather's actually turned terrible now. It's raining. Yeah. But that's not what we're not here to talk about me. I thought we'd go through uh, his initial tweets that he put out. Uh, I just got them here so that everyone can see. Hi, all. I've decided not to participate at this year's championships at Wimbledon and the Olympic Games in Tokyo. It's never an easy decision to take, but after listening to my body uh, and discussing it with my team, uh, I understand that it is the right decision. Um, we've got the same thing. It's sort of like a similar to a Federer-esque thing, that speaking yeah. to his team, listening to his body. I mean, he was a little bit injured. Well, uh, at least he did it before the tournament. Federer did it during the Roland Garros <laughs> yeah, after going exactly. through a few rounds and getting to the second week. He then pulled out. So Rafa's done it the right way. It's better to do it this way round than putting out halfway through the tournament. He was never going to pull out of Roland Garros. Come on, let's be serious. No, but uh, I'm, talking about in, I'm saying it's better for him to do it like this and gay, say do a first week of Wimbledon and then pull out. That's what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, so yeah. I'm listening to my body. I'm going to now I'm not take a bit. There would be no point of that because he's not saving no. himself for anything. No. So he's just decided to completely miss it altogether. Probably the more shocking of the two is missing the Olympic Games. Because let's be honest, this is his last shot of one. I don't think he's going to get another chance at another one. Well, I think he's he's already got the uh, the the like the gold medal. He's already one of the players who does have the career Golden Slam. There's no one who has the calendar year Golden Slam. It's only Steffi Graf who has that, as we uh, spoke about yesterday yeah. on the podcast. But yeah, he's one of a, a few batch of players who does actually have an Olympic gold medal. And unfortunately, it's, it doesn't look like it's ever going to be two. But just is yeah, what it that's is. Just, that's the worst. Like, it, it kills me inside. It honestly kills me inside to know that he's missing up on an opportunity like this. But then it must be pretty severe. These yeah. guys, we've got to understand the level they play at. It doesn't. It can't come that easy. There must be no. so much work what goes on on the training courts, the practice courts, working hard, conditioning, exercise, your whole family, like not being able to see them at certain times, the amount of restrictions they have in their life to produce the level of tennis we're able to watch. There's a lot what goes on behind the scenes. And these they're not getting any younger either. No. To be playing at, at the age these guys are at and playing at the level they play at, it is nothing short of a miracle, if I'm honest. Well, that's and what, I think it's all catching oh. up on the on 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 them that they physically can't play like that week after week. And you look at the scheduling yep. again. I'm going to go back to the scheduling. You've got this clay court season, which goes on. It goes on for a, for a fair while, doesn't it? Yeah. But then you have at the end of it, you have the biggest clay court event, which would be Roland Garros. So you sort of end with that, and then you've got what a few weeks, and then you've got Wimbledon. It doesn't it just doesn't make sense? Like it's 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 basically making it so difficult for players to go from one to the other. And I think that's why you look at someone like Novak Djokovic. I know the podcast isn't about Djokovic, but you've got to talk about him. Because yeah. He's probably going to be rubbing his hands together now. And oh, you look at sure. him and what he achieves and what he does from event to event. And it's, it's nothing sort of absolutely remarkable. I know he's a bit younger than Rafa and uh, Federer. Maybe when he's their age, it could be a bit more difficult. But it's regardless of that, he still produces the highest of levels in tennis. And then he's able to go the next week and play on a different surface 
and still be a big favourite and 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 demolish. Let's be honest, well, demolish I, a lot of the field. Well, mate, I think it's just a credit to Novak Djokovic of how good a condition his body is in. And I think it's the other players, it's taken a toll. All these, you've, Rafa, I've sort of read someone in the di Discord said it earlier, uh, and I totally agree. R one of Rafa's biggest adversaries in his career has been against injuries rather than against his opponents because he's had the bad, and he's had to come back from multiple bad injuries in his career. And his game style is so intense and it's so power heavy and so much whip and so much torque on your body, it's going to take a toll on you. He has long rally. I think Novak Djokovic's style, he has long rallies, but his body seems to be more flexible, more uh, like supple. I think that's the word. It just seems he has more longevity in a sport. He's had his injuries, but they're not been... It's when it starts happening to your legs and your feet and all of these and knees and like Murray. Murray, and to credit to him... He doesn't really have the same body type, I wouldn't say, as the big three, but he pushed his body to the absolute max just to get himself grand slams. And you saw what it did to him. It broke his whole body apart. And that is what you, the level you have to go to to win grand slams, unfortunately, and especially to knock the big three off. But I think it's credit to uh, Djokovic, like you said, but Rafa on the Dow, he knows his body better than everyone. His team knows his body. And unfortunately, his body's taken a bit of a battering, as you saw in that uh, semi-final. His feet were in a lot of problems. So, just just clarify the three ages of these of these three big three, because I know sure. you know it. I'm going to probably miss out. Thirty-nine, obviously. Federer, he'll be forty this year. Rafael Nadal just turned thirty-five, and Novak Djokovic, I believe, he's thirty-four or thirty-three. Is that right? Uh, I always get his one wrong because I'm always so surprised by his actual age. He's uh, he's uh, 34. Yeah, yeah, he's just a year year younger than Rafa. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just incredible. But he's will he come a cropper in the future? We don't know. But he seems to have a style of play, Djokovic, which uh, is more conducive to keeping the ball in play, that type of thing. Not as torque heavy on his body, I don't think, than people like Rafa. And Roger's obviously a lot older, so I think we can't really put him in the same category at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and it's well, just, I just want to highlight how remarkable it is what they're doing, all of these three. We've got with oh, Meyer, why sure. they're still here. But this one's a tough one to take. I am, I don't know if I'm as shocked as most. I know you were probably more shocked because I've been hinting at it. I just had a little feeling that sucked the life out of him. That roll on Garros defeat, it sucked the life out of him. That's a tough one for a man like Rafael Nadal to take. Yeah. I don't think he's doing it for that reason. I think I think he is just listening to his body. He's he's played it was a very difficult clay season for him. I've yeah. got some quotes and some of the things he was saying actually from it. Um uh obviously he lost the semi-final to the eventual winner Djokovic last week. Um and he said the two-week gap between Roland Garros and Wimbledon on that he said it didn't make it easy for my body to recuperate after the always demanding clay court season. So he spoke about the clay court season, how demand it, it was. Look at some of the matches he had in yeah. Barcelona against Sitapas. What, yeah. what, what a battle that was. How do you recover and go back into, say, what was after that, Madrid? Well, every and match in Barcelona, mate, he was down a set and had to come back in most of his yeah. matches. He didn't make it easy for himself, but maybe, like you said, maybe the signs were there early on. There was a more deep-rooted problem with his body catching up with him a little bit and he was just fighting against it mentally he's so much stronger than his body is so it's just credit to him that he was able to win that tournament 
and still get to the semi-finals in Roland Garros as well. But, mate, I, I think we should go down a few of his because he released quite a few tweets here as well. He said, yeah. my, the goal is to prolong my career and continue to do what makes me uh, happy. That is to compete at the highest level and keep fighting for those professional and personal goals at, uh, at the maximum level of competition. That's yeah, fair. I think so. Basically, he's saying he has to do this in order to be competing yeah. at the maximum. He doesn't want to go into a Wimbledon and not be quite there and then have a longer effects. Like potentially, it could mean he'll miss out on the US Open. Exactly. And he probably fancies his chances more at a US, US Open than, than Wimbledon. But I'm not so sure about that because I think this Wimbledon, the big thing for me is I think this was a really good opportunity. There's not many players who have grass court experience. Rafa does, and he's looked good. You look at 2019, semi-final. 2018, yeah. I think it was semi-final as well. He's been coming close. Do you know what he I mean? Is. And he it's only will. because he's losing to the likes of, say, whatever. Well, it's only the Djokovic. other two, isn't it? Yeah, Djokovic Federer. mainly or Federer. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. um, it's just so sad. I wanted to see him there, like desperately. And this would have been. It just it takes a lot from me for Wimbledon. I'm going to be honest. I know you love Wimbledon, regardless. But right, I'm not as excited does. as I was now. That's well, the top it definitely of it. takes to someone. not see at Wimbledon now I'm not as excited the Olympics I'm not excited for that now because he's not there and it does put a bit of a dampener on it but one thing I would say is what an opportunity for Novak Djokovic it's going to be huge we've talked about the Golden Slam he's got his biggest competitor completely out of the next two so yeah. he's got a real good chance a good shot of it if he can maintain oh, totally. his level I think it's going to be tougher than what people make out and even the way the bookmakers have it definitely. because what we're talking about is a 34-year-old playing tennis week in, week out, moving from place to place and expected to beat all the younger players and people who are hungry and looking to get maybe their first success. He's had many of them before, but he's got his drive seems to be bigger than all the others who haven't won anything. And yeah. he's got a mental aspect and everything which just makes him kind of unbeatable. But I still think it's going to be tough because you can only put your body through so much and... We see, see it at the back end of last year when he lost to, was it Sanago on the hard courts? I know yeah. he's just hit world number one. It was yeah, off a big I mean, high. He's got the record weeks and it can sort of sneak up on you a, a defeat. Someone hits a really good bit of form. They're playing great on the day and anything is possible, as we know. I think Djokovic, though, with I'm not going to jump to sort of a defence of him, but I think now he's realised as well, at this point in his career, he's just about records. I think if it's not a, there's not a record on the line or there's not a record to be broken, I don't think he's that interested. And that's my personal opinion. Like that, ma that match in he's Vienna. He's a winner, though, Ben. He's, you can say that. Yeah, they, but, these guys, they don't care. Yeah, but, yeah, but, At the end of the day, they want to win everything. An ATP they win 500. Everything. Hey, he wouldn't even bother getting out of bed for it these days. It's a oh, Masters 1000 record. Mass Masters 1000 or Grand Slam or ATP finals or weeks at number one or year ends at number one. Those ones he's getting out of bed for. He wants all the Masters. He wants to be the champion. He wants the ATP finals one. I'm sure he really wants one more of them to get in the lead. And the weeks at number one, he's already got that. But then year ends at number one's the next one. All he needs next is Grand Slams. And if he completes them all this year, that's it. He's nearly got the full set. If he goes to the end of the year, gets the end of year, uh, what is it? The end of year world number ones and wins the ATP finals. Off to the races, mate. You might as well just retire. <laughs> no, retire on a high. No, he's, <laughs> he's not retiring anytime soon. No, he won't. And he's going to want to just keep further in that the the the, the goalpost at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to be a hungry young guy. 
uh, coming through, maybe like a sitter pass or whatever, when the big three aren't there, who's going to want to try and be tracking down all these records the big three are making? I think it's going to be a huge, I think it's more or less impossible. But then what do I know in tennis? Anything's possible. Wow. Um, and if you just get one one dominant oh. figure, they might just dominate it all by themselves and not share it amongst the three of them. Exactly. So that is a possibility as well. I just want to give a shout out to obviously some of the people in the chat. Sure, I'm not sure. ignoring you guys. We've got Sam here. Uh, shout out to you, Sam. I know you're a big Rafa fan. Yeah. And I'm heartbreak. I'm heartbroken for you as well because I know how much it would have affected your mood today. And all yeah. the Rafa fans in the chat, my thoughts are with you because it's a sad one. It really is devastating. Really I was is. gutted when I when I got it. My just my stomach sort of dropped. I was just thinking, this is just sad. It's just yeah. I wanted to see him so badly. I was already looking at his outfit, the the white outfit with the little black Rafa logo. Mm. Um, it was all posted on Twitter the other day and it was just all looking so great and exciting and the sun's out in the UK. We've had the announcement fans are going to be allowed in the stadium. Yeah. I saw the picture posted around of when Rafa won it that year with all the yeah. Spanish flag and the what an important, what an amazing photograph that was. We're not going to be seeing it. And we've got Davo here. We know he's a big Chilich fan. Watch out for Chilich. Now. Yeah, I think so, I think, mate. I think Chilich is, is hitting a good bit of form and as a grass quarter, there's not many better. So no. could this be a little avenue for Marin Chilich to cause a, a big upset it would be a massive one if he is to and I think he could go quite far in the tournament he's kind of my dark horse for the tournament if I'm honest oh, Jay-Z gets in earlier with the dark horse call yeah, there, I'm not letting you have it <laughs> great well mate, the end of it if he, if he wins <laughs> well mate yeah obviously uh, Wimbledon finalist back in 2017 Chilich so very very good person to have in there probably won't even be seeded so great person to have picked you won't even need to dip into the the latter seeds probably to to get him in your uh, dark horse selections yeah but mate what what i uh, will if i'm waiting to see this week how andy murray gets on because yeah. if murray does well in queens imagine if murray was to win queens no. imagine if he was to win it let's say and, and he didn't show any signs of pains aches and he came off the court and he said i feel in the best I've felt in years. Maybe there's a chance. Maybe the crowd being there. The crowd is back. Not Wimbledon is back. Maybe Andy Murray can replace Nadal. No, you're getting carried away. Name. Stop there. You're getting carried away. <laughs> I know you love Andy Murray, but you've definitely gone far too overboard there. Uh, I'm all for uh, it, but it's not going to happen, in my honest opinion. Well, I hope he proves let, you wrong. Berrettini no, up today, mate. He beats <laughs> no, Berrettini, it. mate. Is Berrettini was someone you were saying, oh, he could have a good run at Wimbledon as well. Well, if Murray beats him today... I was the Olympic. What... I was the Olympic, sorry. Well, but yeah, I think... he could still have a good run at Wimbledon as well. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But, but... if Murray beats him today and he's an underdog, 3.4, three that'd be a massive result. If he manages to beat Berrettini, mate, I think there some people with some heads will start turning... Mate, start... I think it's official. You've lost the plot. Let's let's continue with Rafa's <laughs> statement. Sport prevention of any kind of excess uh, in my body is a very important factor at this stage of my career in order to try and keep fighting for the highest level of competition and titles. We've read that one. Yeah. So I want to send a special message to my fans around the world, to those in the United Kingdom and Japan in particular. The Olympics Games always meant a lot and they were always a priority as a sports person. I found the spirit that every sports person in the world wants to live I personally had my had the chance to live free of them and had the honour to be the flag bearer for my country. He's yeah. kind of accepting. He's had the opportunity. He's yeah. done free. We're not going to see a fourth. No, Let's be I honest. Come on. Um, I think potentially the next Olympics, he, if he's still playing by that stage, hopefully he is. I want to wish him. I'm wishing no retirement ever. No. So I'm always going to hope he's there in say 2080. <laughs> 
<laughs> with a walking stick. I'm going to be cheering him on regardless. But I think this is his last one. I think he's missed the last opportunity to play at one. That, for me, is a lot more shocking than the whole um, Wimbledon withdrawal. I kind of had a sneaky feeling in the back of my mind. I said it on, I think, two podcasts now. You can have a look at them if you don't believe me. I had a feeling based off what he was saying afterwards. And this the, the, the Olympics thing hurts a little bit more because I'm more shocked by it. I didn't think he would miss it. Nah, well, it, it's one of those things. We don't want to see Rafa miss any tennis. But if he comes back and he suddenly gets to the final of the US Open and everybody will forget all about this withdrawal and they will say, well done. What a great call that was. You just imagine if you won the US Open. Everybody would well, say this was genius. Wow, you just missed your probably well, your if worst you're, slam. If you're federal in Wimbledon and everyone was like, <laughs> oh, let's forget about the whole Roland Garros scenario well, exactly. pulling out because they won't care about that. And then you have Rafa win US Open and then you've got Djokovic there. The whole Golden Slam's been ripped to shreds and I, Federer were back. But maybe. I think that's not the realistic thing. I think no. Djokovic now, I think he's a huge, huge favourite. I don't know what odds you're going to get from him at Wimbledon, but oh, I can't see him losing now. Probably gone down now for sure. It's probably under evens, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, definitely, mate, for sure. I, I just think he's got a bee in his bonnet this year. He knows when there's when there's records to be set, and now there's dr- people, his main rival, dropping out. I think he's going to be even more driven now. He's going to be so pumped up. He just needs to control his actions. Don't do anything stupid like he did at the U.S. Open. Just, just be careful along the way because. Anything can happen. A little slip here, a little slip there, a little outburst here. This is the year you could win over all of the fans, all tennis fans around the world. Don't spoil it with an outburst or controversy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And it's sad. It's another opportunity gone for me. Well, I won't be able to see Rafa in person at a Grand Slam because I was hoping to potentially get some tickets for Wimbledon and maybe go one of the days. Um, So it's another year gone for me. Unless I go somewhere else out of the UK, but right now with COVID, it's we're not really able to. No. So there's that as well. But that's probably more selfish, <laughs> more than anything. Yeah. Um, what are people saying in the chats? I saw some good. I saw a good one a second mm-hmm. ago. Uh, we've got Charging Bolt saying the Olympics 2024 will be at Roland Garros. I heard. I don't know if that's true. Paris. Um, yeah, it's the Paris Olympics. Yeah, so, yeah, so it potentially if it's at there, nah. he might, maybe maybe we could see him. He could <laughs> he could do that when he's forty, right? He can hold himself out fifty, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but no, anything's possible in life. Um, Wimbledon's still going to be coming up. We're going to be covering everything on Game to Love. So make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and like this video because we'll be covering all of that, regardless of Rafa's not there or not. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure what more to add about it already. It's just gutting. It really is. Yeah. Rafa's taken the decision in one way. What I want to just say to all the Rafa fans out there, it's better that he's done this now and he's not put in a bit of a, a shit show, to be honest, when he's there. Because that would have been a lot worse. <laughs> well, like, I wouldn't have wanted to watch you, him collapse. You, just, at... you wanted to say pull a Federer. Come on, that's what you wanted to say. Well, I just don't want to say... <laughs> Yeah, no, like a number on one. And then I also didn't want to see him go there and just not being able to compete and suffering with the serve and the, the joints and well, being yeah. his, his ultimate competitive nature. Because we know how competitive he is. If he's not being able to play at 100%, it's, it's hard for Rafa fans to take to watching him sort of go through the motions and struggle. I didn't, I didn't really want to see that. So it's better that he's saving his body. And hopefully by doing stuff like this, we might be able to see him for more, more years. And if we get to see, say, the odd... 
It's going to be a reduced calendar. We've got to accept that for it's definitely Federer. It's going to be a reduced calendar. It's probably yeah. going to be a little bit more of a reduced calendar from now onwards for Rafael Nadal. As much yeah. as I don't want to say it, I can't say the same for Djokovic. He looks like he can play every week still. Uh, but Nadal, it will be a reduced calendar. But what we will see is when he does play, we're going to see his 100%. We're going to see him playing yeah. at his very best. And if we get that, I'm more than happy because I thought what he produced at Roland Garros, although he's not been great this whole clay court season on the whole, if you compare it to other seasons, I still think the level he produced and was able to play against Djokovic, especially in that third set, was just something from the gods. Yeah, and if yeah, we're able sure. to see that a few times a year, I'll be happy. I'll have a smile yeah. on my face. Hopefully, though, he can win next time. Indeed, mate. I think it's just a, it's a very sad news. Hopefully, it's for the greater good. I think you're going to be seeing that, like you said, I'll echo that uh, in these next few years. I think once Djokovic has taken a few more records, you'll probably see him not enter as many tournaments. He'll just be going for maybe slams or he'll just be going for Masters, or he'll just be going for ATP finals if he can just get enough points to get there. I think that's what you're going to see, because they're going to be trying to just maintain their bodies. I mean, what more can you do at that age, mate? If, I He's don't know back. how they do it. He will be back. Rafael Nadal will be back stronger. I'm telling you now, watch out for him at US Open. I'll be cheering him on. Can he do something special? I'm hoping so. Yeah, I'm sure he can, but anyway... That's uh, the breaking news from us and our honest reaction to it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hit the like button on the video, please. Subscribe if you're new and uh, join us. We're probably going to be doing another podcast maybe this evening. If not, it may be at the weekend or something like that, rounding up all of Haller and Queen's Club. Yeah, and we've got DOS for the week as well. We're trying to fit in as well. We'll squeeze so that stay in. tuned on the channel. Thanks for watching, guys, uh, and see you very soon. Cheers, guys. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.